welcome to Brea Talks, bringing you straightforward, accessible content from industry leaders and experts with no agendas or decisions to make. Just important topics affecting all of us and how they specifically apply to Brea. We'll clear out the noise, debunk myths, and give helpful, concise information. So now we invite you to listen in as Brea Talks. Hello everyone. Today, Brea Talks, Improving Communities Through Good Design. I'm David Crabtree, Community Development Director for the City of Brea, and I'm joined today uh, by Mr. Nate Cherry, who is the Planning Director at Gensler Associates. Nate, welcome to Brea. Um, and let's just get right into our topic. Um, how do we get here? You know, suburbia morphing, you know, into more urban and design and communities. Can you can you help me with that a bit? Sure. I, when you think about Brea's history, it's really very illustrative of how we got here. Uh, you know, it started with oranges, oil, and opportunity, and it really was always a, a city that. Um, took advantage of opportunities that were presented to it. So originally it was, you know, agricultural history and then the oil history, and then really private development, commercial and residential development as it became sort of a suburb, a, a suburban enclave of, um, you know, Orange County and, and the city of Los Angeles. And uh, then in the 70s, things really started to uh, accelerate and change this, you know, suburban sprawl of Orange, Northern Orange County resulted in, um, you know, the changing of retail and the mall, I think in the seventies was a really critical piece of that. The Brea mall really became sort of what they call a category killer in the sense that it took most of the retailing out of the downtown core and really centralized it. It made put Bray on the map really as a retail center for all of North Orange, Orange County. The second thing that happened is uh, in the uh, 90s is the expansion of Imperial Boulevard, which resulted in uh, the existing buildings of downtown really having to be demolished. And if, you know, if it weren't tough enough that the buildings had to go. They really didn't anticipate how the changing tastes of retail uh, existed. And so what happened is the downtown had to be totally redeveloped. Right, that whole change with Brea Boulevard needing to become a, yeah. more of a major arterial to move traffic around uh, yeah. North Orange County. Yeah, but Brea had one thing that a lot of places don't, and which, it, which was a community that was really invested in its future. And I think that was a critical piece because I think people really wanted to spend time and commit themselves to really brainstorming. There was some incredible leadership here that made that happen, but they had a real sense of nostalgia about what downtown could be, and that was critical. At the same time, in the 80s and 90s, Brea really started to expand as an office center for Northern Orange County. So up to 300,000 people were coming to Brea during the day, and they had a real desire to have a place to shop, go to lunch, a, a place. There needed to be a there. So the combination of residents who really had this nostalgia and the office community 
who wanted a place to go, I think really pushed downtown to become what it is today. And of course, downtown is totally different from what the old downtown was, but it has some of those same elements that the old downtown had. You know, it's interesting, the, 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 you know, your words take me back to some of that, that early work we did, um, yeah. uh, you know, working on the Idea Fair back in, in yep. 1996, and yeah. some of the things we heard then um, echo today, too, as, yeah. as we've been out as the, the city staff talking to our community through yep. Bray and Visions, and you still continue to hear that, and uh, you know it's it's become a, li a bit of a cliche, but it's so true. You hear people say, you know, it's got that small town feel, yeah. and our residents really have enjoyed that. It's, it's really sure. one of the values. Definitely, and it has been an incredible success story. And Brea has always been very as as long as I've worked here, uh, had this very nimble idea of how. Uh, the economy is changing and has always been able to anticipate and make the most out of those opportunities, but at the same time always has retained this real core value of small town feel, a place for brands. I always hear that whenever I'm here is this is a place for brands. Um, and even that definition has widened. Well, and can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, some of your words take me to that, that whole idea of, uh, uh, you know, visioning yeah. and, um, uh, you know, Brian's idea for a place and, and, and some of the work that's been done. Um, you know, what does that look like for Brea, um, you know, this idea of improving mm -hmm. our community through design? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's some of the, the, the things we've, we've done in the past that yeah. we might be able to build on for the future. Um, but you know, getting a little more into, you know, that, uh, you know, how, how we go forward from there. And then we'll, we'll talk a little more as we get into this about, you know, opportunities and, and uh, tools and so forth. Right. Well, I think one of the big challenges Brea's had, part of it's um, cultural and then part of it's technological. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain what I mean. Culturally, Brea has become much more diverse and it's expanded. It's become very popular. So uh, because of the success of downtown and because Brea has become such a popular place to be and the secret's gotten out, you know, <laughs> that Brea's, you know, got great governance, it has a great downtown, it has a great core of industries and tremendous stability, great schools, that has um, expanded what Brea really has to do. And no city, no living city, you know, the only constant in a, in a real city is change. And so, and Brea's had to anticipate those changes. For example, La Floresta with the Unical site, you know, a tremendous amphitheater and, a, you know, a, um, a vaunted address at one time really no longer had um, a, a, a strong use and so the changing of La Floresta to La Floresta as a mixed-use community I think has created for example a second anchor an eastern anchor for brands and I think that's been a very positive change so it's not just one downtown now it's it has multiple anchors the expansion of open spaces and the changing nature of transit those are all um, things that Brea continues to anticipate and fold into uh, its changing nature of the city, but it's not easy because 
you know, a lot of folks uh, still see Brea as, as um, you know, a, a, a singular look and feel. And that change is just inevitable, and the ability to anticipate change is key to any city's success. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. You, 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 you know, so often as the staff, we'll be talking with our residents, and yeah. you have some that, you, you know, really cling to the literal uh, meaning of that small town, yeah. and others who are, you know, perhaps willing to accept the change and understand the value of that for the community and moving forward mm -hmm. and and you know you talk about the diversity and mm -hmm. people want new and different things yeah can you talk a little bit about the challenge of maintaining that small town feel and uh, you know as you've said we're, we're on a national bit of a national stage now yeah. with interest and investment and so forth can we have our cake and eat yeah. it too can we achieve those things yeah i i think you can i think you you have to um commit yourself to the process of certainly making that happen. I think it's a lot more complex than it used to be. I think, you know, culturally and technologically, a lot of things have changed. So more people are working at home. Uh, Bray has become tremendously more diverse than it used to be. Um, I think, you know, with um, social media and so on, there's a lot more mistrust of the process, and, you know, with fake news and and all the, the, the challenges that we face with our ability just to communicate with each other. So I think those things, frankly, didn't, weren't as much of a challenge as they are now. But I guess the solace is Bray has great fundamentals. It's always committed to the process. And um, it has this amazing legacy of success that it's been able to build on for a long time. So those are fundamentals that remain really strong. You know, a, a lot of our our discussions so far, you know, some uh, some folks, my, myself included, at one time in the past, you know, you think of, uh, you know, good design and people's uh, minds go yeah. to, you know, color and materials and things yeah. like this, and you know, something in our relationship and and mm -hmm. uh, you know, with you as an advisor uh, to our community, you've always. You know, uh, you talk a little bit about uh, you know what what design good design mm -hmm. isn't or, mm -hmm. or isn't limited to. I suppose yeah. you know it's it's not just those colors and materials and things. Mm -hmm. um, you talk a little bit about the importance of the process. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is um, you know I've had the good fortune of working here for twenty two years. Yeah. And uh, you and I both had a lot more hair back then, but uh, the uh, you know what's what's interesting is I think design is a tool. It's an incredibly I'm a designer. It's an incredibly powerful tool. But what's more important is design with strategy. Is really understanding what good is and what you're trying to do. And so, for example, um, like a, a hotel in downtown, a hotel was a part of the old downtown. I think a hotel, for example, makes uh, downtown more competitive. It brings um, uh, a tremendous amenity to residents and also workers in the area. And it's something that you used to have. And it fills a void that, um, that has been a challenge for a number of years. So strategically, those all check the box. What the design of the hotel is matters, but it's way more important to understand what the role of the land use is and how does it fit into your vision for what a successful downtown is. Very good. Um, 
You know, as we, we talk about design and I, mm -hmm. I think of Brea's future, um, mm -hmm. and, and you've touched on a few things, but maybe we can expand a little yeah. more on you know, some of the problems or issues or, mm -hmm. or myths that are, that are out there, um, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and, you know, what, what, you, what you think some of this community's challenges might be for the future and any thoughts or inspiration for you know, how we tackle some of that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think what's always made Brea unique was the sense of trust and the sense of communication uh, and, and commitment to the process that residents and people who work for the city, and it's just something you feel and it's something that I've always enjoyed working here. And um, I just think that that's a real, that's a real secret weapon for the city. I think it makes it unique. I think it's something that Brea has enjoyed for a long time. I think the challenges are not accepting that the world is more complicated than it used to be. The changing nature, I, I think we have to look at best practices and we always have to be curious about um, what's happening elsewhere. I think Brea's at its best when it says, you know, what are our core values? I think it's challenged when it says, well, that happens in X, and that, you know, we're Brea, we're different. That's true, but we always have to be curious about what's happening in other cities, and we always have to be willing to, to look and test um, new ideas and be willing to, to trust each other to have that dialogue to figure out what works here, what does, what has the right fit for this place. You know, that's a, a great observation and, you know, often members of our community can think, oh, well, the, the city will tell you, mm -hmm. you know, what kind of design we're looking for, Ms. or Ms. Developer. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that, that, that you've always instilled uh, for us mm -hmm. is you've got to have that communication with, yeah. you know, somebody that's looking to invest in your community. Yeah. You've got to understand um, you know what some of their needs are and then help to, to kind of fashion a fit for your community can you talk about that collaboration and, and oh. you know any uh, yeah any examples I mean, that might one of the come thing, to mind? one of the things that's so interesting about Brea is it's become you know when we did the downtown uh, master plan the you know the the national tenants that were brought to that project there was an old Navy and there was the, the theaters. Those were sort of the national or regional tenants, but the developer was local, California developer. Now you have national developers who really want to do work here and are, are doing um, phenomenal projects. You know, you have La Floresta with a Whole Foods. I mean, the quality of the retail, the quality of the design is at, a, at another level. You've got you know, developers from Newport Beach coming here and, you know, from all over the United States. And so that's, that's um, a, a relationship that has to have give and take on both sides. The national developers are great. They bring a, a higher level of quality and a desire to do something terrific. At the same time, they need to understand what works for Brea. And so the community really has to be engaged in that conversation. There has to be mutual trust. And it, it's all about fit, right? Not every developer is right for this place. Um, or not 
every developer knows everything that they need to about this place in order to be successful. So it really comes back to the, the dialogue, the conversation, and the trust. You know, that whole idea of that, that co-authorship is, yeah. is, is something that we've always, um, uh, you know, enjoyed the conversations with, with the developers that yeah. want to come into town. And, um, you know, sometimes those, uh, those, those uh, conversations can um, be immediately productive. Sometimes mm -hmm. it takes a little, um, you know, yeah. to your point of they need to get to know Brea a little bit. Yep. Um, uh, what would you tell uh, a, a developer coming into this community with your experience here? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what might be some, um, some, some good insights for a, a, a developer or somebody looking to do something in Brea? Well, you know, what's, what's, what's interesting, what's changed is, you know, the downtown, for example, had a master plan, it had design guidelines, and it had a, a, an armature and a lot of history that made it not easy, but it made it easier to really direct that work. And I still am asked to do design review on, on, on projects, and it's, it's thrilling to be a part of it. It's wonderful. Um, as the success expands, it becomes a little bit more complex because you know, you're talking about different sites that are maybe outside the downtown or might have a relationship to a major arterial. That arterial might be changing just from use patterns and people's desires, how they want to get around. And one of the things Bray has always had is you know, the design review process and the, the using of consultants to offer um, alternative visions or interpret or act as an honest broker between the developer and the city itself and really problem solve through drawings and facilitation. And that can also be done with city council and planning commission, by the way. You know, things like charrettes and really visioning. Uh, we do a lot of it here. We could always do more and really you know, I think some of the city leaders here have been really good about documenting all the ideas that have been incorporated. They might not happen tomorrow, but over time, it's really quite astounding how many of those ideas have been incorporated into the. Yeah, I know we were talking the, the other core. day, and you and, and you reminded me of you know '96 when we did the downtown downtown idea fair yeah. and the ideas we we called from the community, and then. Uh, you know, the satisfaction to go down there today and, and, and take that list and see how many things were incorporated. And yeah. It's really a, uh, you know, a great track record. Yeah. Let me put you on the spot a little bit. Um, you know, your work um, mm -hmm. is not only, yeah. you know, uh, across the United States, but even worldwide. What are, what are some of the, mm -hmm. you know, design challenges that are out there yeah. in, in helping other uh, communities be successful with good design? Or yeah. I mean, one of the things that's most common that every city is wrestling with right now is mobility and mm -hmm. how do people get around mm -hmm. and who is, uh, you know, that's a big challenge is, you know, the accommodation of other modes other than the car, which is absolutely happening, but it's getting people to decide, well, this street, not that street, yeah. and, you know, prioritizing changes is huge. I think the changing nature of work is another huge mm -hmm. change. So people are working more at home, people are more entrepreneurial, they're not working in old office buildings anymore, they're sort of working out of their house, so FedEx deliveries and, you know, um, the changing nature of the home as an office, mm -hmm. I would say. Affordability, 
that's a huge issue is, you know, Bray has become so successful, some would argue it's not affordable for, you know, the next generation. And, and that every city that's been, you know, had a good track record like yours, they all wrestle with that. But, you know, Brea does too. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, these, these, those are sort of the core issues, amount of open space. I think your Rails to Trails initiative has been fantastic. Some of the park spaces, you guys have done a great job. So it sounds like some of those, some of those nation, uh, national issues are, you know, we've, we see them right here in, in uh, yeah. Little Brea. And, um, you know, to our, uh, you know, the staff, our decision makers mm -hmm. that have, um, uh, you know, lived the examples we've had, um, any insights for, you know, meeting some of these challenges that, yeah. you know, your words about remaining open to new and creative solutions are, are, are good touchstones. Um, <clears throat> other, other things that uh, might be good for us to keep in mind as we, um, we try to improve our community with good design. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that you only have so much land and, you know, is getting to a point where it really has to be clear about what its priorities are. I think the housing challenges that Brea faces, um, how can we connect other areas for multifamily that benefit from other transportation improvements or connections to downtown? If we're really going to make downtown successful and take advantage of all the amenities and all the events, um, how can we connect seniors more closely to downtown? How can we provide other services? I think in the next 10 years, we're going to be looking at autonomy, you know, possibly converting some of those parking garages might be in the cards in the future. I mean, in 10 years, a lot of our clients are building so much less parking than they used to. So I think anticipating those things with things like drop-offs for autonomous vehicles and ride share and active transportation, that's just gonna take so much pressure off your streets. Very good. Well, Nate, thank you for joining us today. And thank you for tuning in. And keep listening as Brea Talks.